Hey, it's Beth here, episode 348. Okay, I was reading the New York Times on Sunday and I read an amazing story. It's my favorite section of the paper. It's called Sunday Styles and I love all the weddings. This week, Jenna Bush from the Today Show, Hoda and Jenna, you know, and also George Bush's daughter. She was raised in Austin. About the time my boys were around, she's a sweet kid. Everybody loved her. She was not a snob. She was fun. Just a fun, fun girl. Okay, so she's a matchmaker. She did an excellent job of it. I'm a matchmaker, and I fail every time I do it. Over and over. I usually use, lose a friend in the process, or a hairdresser, or something. I never have succeeded. Not once. In fact, amazing things happen, like the person I'm setting my friend up with. I'm matchmaking. I, it's like they shapeshift into someone else. Like, uh, like unbelievable, unbelievable. It's always, it always fails and it fails miserably, but Jenna did a great job. Okay. So the producer of the day show of the today show, this girl named, um, Miss Leist is what we call her Libby Leist. She hadn't had a boyfriend in, she's 43 since her early thirties. She was so busy working and she has to wake up at three forty-five in the morning. Well, she just got a promotion. And now she doesn't have to wake up at that odd hour. So everybody got excited for her. And she reached out to all her friends on the show. And she said, you know, I, I kind of really would like to have a boyfriend. Everybody got busy. Savannah Guthrie has been doing this for years. One of the, um, you know, people on, the, on one of those shows, really nice person. She, when she was pregnant, she was talking to the anesthesiologist about Libby, trying to get her set up for years couldn't get it done, but now the heat was on. Everybody was into it. You know, Jenna, first time out, first time at bat. It's a home run. She, contact, she contacted her little twin sister, Barbara, who's very sweet, and they have a friend, and her name is Emily Fisher. They contacted all their friends, but Emily called back, and she said, I really think I have something. My brother's best friend. His name is Sayon. Ray, he's divorced. He's fabulous and the nicest guy in the world. And I think they get along. They didn't even hesitate. I would have hesitated. He's 48. He's, he said he was never going to get married again, but the brother said he doesn't mean it. He's a sweet guy and he's got two little girls. So what happened next is just a slight little, you know, introduction on email. They left it for a second, but in that second, they got in touch with each other and they liked each other. And so they started dating and it took a little time. And you know, Mr. Ray was happy to have a busy girl in the busy job in the city, but you know, slowly, slowly she started getting in touch with children and barbecues and just how life could be a little bit different. No pressure, no pressure at all. She came to find that she really always wanted to have children and that these stepchildren were lovely. And you know, maybe she could have her own baby. I don't know. I'm going to add that myself. So what happened was they set up this crazy, crazy thing where the, you know, the proposal was going to be an all inclusive with this whole gang. Right? So it was the, it was the, um, marathon. 
the New York Marathon, right? Okay, so the Today Show kind of sponsors it and all that. So there was Libby with her boyfriend, and they were watching. And so about two miles before the finish line, Miss, Mrs., Mr. Fisher, who was the best friend of Seon, he handed Miss, Mr. Geist, this friend of theirs, a package of, um, of the... Do these donuts, these Dunkin' Donuts, okay? They love Dunkin' Donuts. And he said, somebody handed me to the these. He gave the, the box, threw the box at Cyan and laughingly, and they went off on a little walk, Libby and Cyan, and they went to the spot where they had their first great conversation in Central Park, right? Okay, so he had a perfect moment, and everybody was hiding in the bushes so that they could scream yay when she said yes. Okay, so this Libby is sharp, right? Because Cyan didn't get to say everything he wanted to say because Libby saw Emily, her friend, the sister of, you know, the guy who found Cyan in the bushes. And she's like, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? So the whole thing kind of fell through, but it was big fun. He got on his knee. He proposed. Everybody got happy. At the reception, Miss Bush, who deserves this, Jenna deserves this, and her friend, Miss Fisher. Okay. They, I don't know why they're calling these people these names. It's so funny. Uh, Miss Bush and Miss Fisher, they delivered a surprise speech during which they read from a book they had created. Its pages were filled with so many text messages exchanged among the, the, the large group of friends who were in on every move of this couple getting together. It was, it took a village. There must be a thousand texts between all of us, Jenna said. And... The sweetest thing is, she said that in one of her first dates, one of the first texts that Libby sent to her friends was, I think this is it. So it was a fabulous moment, big wedding. Jenna deserves it, all the praise, all the glory. Okay, so I did a little bit of research on um, matchmaking throughout history, right? Strange, strange, strange. The first one ever recorded biblical in the Bible. Okay. It prioritized being nice to camels. It's an interesting, it's an interesting idea. Okay. So it's the Old Testament, right? And Orthodox Jewish community. First one in Genesis in the Bible is Abraham. And he was selecting, okay. So it involves the servant of Abraham, Eliezer, who selected a bride for Abraham's son by studying and observing women at the well, the water well. His choice, Rebecca, passes something biblical scholars call the camel test. I don't think we do that anymore. She comes to fetch water for the, at the well for a family, but gives some to both Elizer and all his camels. So she gives, she gives water to a servant. She's a lovely girl. Given that there were 10 of these camels, Eliza really took it as a sign that this was a catch. And they got married and they were very happy. Okay. Greek matchmakers were basically professional gossips. They just kept, and I think that's what a lot of matchmakers were. You know, people who um, weren't getting along, people who were going to be widows, young, gorgeous girls who needed a man. They just came to the, to the, to have tea every day and they listened and they heard. Okay. So Chinese matchmaking involves swallows and they're not going to Capistrano. This is when the swallows come and they start to have their babies, this is when the Chinese get all the girls going. Okay, that's kind of silly. 
But here's one that is crazy, and I don't even think this is great. Part Parts of ancient Japan had competitive matchmaking orgies. This is not a go for me. One region of Japan, okay, around the Naira, Naira period. Okay, so that's A.D., 710 A.D. to 794 A.D. So it didn't last long because this is probably all the girls didn't like this. They came up with a particularly pagan way of creating matches, competitive mass orgies. I could so not do this. Oh, my God. This is insane. So they they did it every year. I would I would be sick. I would I would I would feign a cold or I'd I'd cut myself so I didn't have to go to these stupid things. So thank God it only lasted eighty four years. Bad idea. Bad idea. Okay. So the Aztec matchmakers didn't leave anything to chance. They 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 put newlyweds together and they made them get married. I mean they didn't even ask many questions. And they tied the groom's shirt to the bride's dress. And after the ceremony, they put the couple in, in this bed in a like marital suite. And they had people with guns outside the door. So that was uh, not a marriage made in heaven, if you ask me. Okay. Victorian matchmaking was based around grouse shooting. All the guys came out to shoot grouse, which is a, you know, little bird. And they would put in the girl's hair feathers that were from the grouse. I mean, I think this is a little strange. Elaborate feather headdresses. And they carried bouquets of, like, um, flowers, not feathers. So that's good. But I guess it worked. Then there was, okay, this one is my favorite. In the 1920s, we Americans brought scientific matchmaking to the fore. Tinder, Bumble, Match.com, all of that backseat, buddy. You didn't invent it. Okay, so this is how it worked. They, There were tests. The first is a pulse test. While kissing your partner, they would test your pulse to see if it went up. The second, a measurement of your excitement while watching your partner suffer. <laughs> that is a really good one. Because if you enjoy your partner suffering, you're probably not going to make a great wife. That is brilliant. The third is a smell test. I mean, that's pretty weird. You smell the guy's body odor. I mean, you got to really be wanting this guy pretty badly to take this test. The fourth, a surprise. Okay, this is great. The fourth, on a scale of things, very much was the worst, but the most effective. It involved a gunshot being fired in the air. The nervous reactions of both startled part parties would be assessed and a judgment would be given. And if they startle too much... They're too nervous to be married. It's amazing, but shooting guns around prospective spouses isn't exactly, isn't actually encouraged as a method of guaranteeing their fitness. Okay, so if you startled too much because a gunshot went off, you were too nervous to be married. See, this is why I think all the other ones, especially if you got like the reaction to the guy being uh, tortured is, is a good one because if she gets excited, then that's not the girl for you, right? You want the girl to be horrified. Like that, that's, of all these things, that's my favorite. But I really don't understand the gunshot. So the thing is, Jenna Bush is good at this. She did a great job. She should be proud of herself. I should not even talking about it on TV. Just a brilliant, beautiful move. I wish people would still do these, this, this for their friends. I still do it for my friends and my, I, 
I failed one friend three times and he keeps coming back. It's amazing and it's wonderful. So it's, be it's a beautiful gesture. If people would just understand that you're a flawed person, nobody is a Jenna Bush, only Jenna Bush is Jenna Bush. We can all start getting involved in each other's love lives again, instead of letting some machine do it with some, I mean, matchmaking, match, match.com is okay. But I still think the, a friend's brother or a friend of a friend's brother. And you're, I think it's still sweet when at the wedding, there are 30 girls that are so excited and so thrilled that they were a part of this thing and they'll support the couple because they did it. They actually did it. So this is my story. I mean, it took me four days to get it done. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but it made me feel sane and it made me happy. And I just love that. Um, matchmakers and girls are still crazy and, and good at it. So I just love this story. Jenna's a busy girl. She's got a bunch of kids. She took all this time to make some friend of, to make her friend happy. Love it. I'll be back and, you know, stay sane. Let's be nice to each other. Thanks. Bye-bye.